but happy Cinco de Mayo. There's good stuff brewing. Dave is the host of Grumpy with Swan. That's been dead for a while. Still alive in our hearts, though. <laughs> it's still one of the three podcasts I subscribe to that I will always listen to. And I'll still, like, refresh it to see if anything's new. And I think the last episode was February 2018. It's been a minute. So, I, but I still, but it's it's timeless. You're a great chef. You know your drinks, too. You're a great mixologist, if you will. I am somebody who makes things for myself. And if people are around... I enjoy doing that. But Grubbing with Swan started because I kind of was pissed off when I got... My brother and his wife were very kind and they got me a... Oh, okay. They were very kind they got me Blue Apron for Christmas a few years back. Which, like, just for, like, a month, just to try it out or something. Like, here's Blue Apron. apron. Yeah. It's a it's, good service. It's great if you're in a relationship. Yeah, I know. The only people I know are in relationships. Newer relationships. I'm like, yeah, we're doing Blue Apron. Yeah, if you're not, you have a lot of food, and I'm really bad with uh, leftovers. I'm how getting much, this stuff. How much food are we talking about? Are they shipping you, like, bulk quantities? No, they shift you like, enough. Like, it's a meal for two. Okay, so there's a lot of extra food. And it's like, yeah, you know, you could do the leftovers, do half of it now, but half of it tomorrow. But I'm not going to make this really nice dinner for myself, and then, okay, I'm going to make the same nice dinner the next night, or like three nights later. But I think it'd be funny if you did a show or podcast where you were just making nice dinners for yourself, which you do anyway, but they were via Blue Apron, where you're like setting up a place setting and a candle, and like you come moping over with the wine, you put on a little Sinatra... Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I won't. I uh, what's that song? I can't dance, or I won't dance. I love that Sinatra song. Oh yeah, it's great. I won't dance with you. I can't dance. Something like that, right? Yeah. It's in what women want. So are you keeping sober or sane? No. So no one's no, really. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance, madam, with you. My heart won't let my feet do things that they should do. You know what? You're lovely. You know what? You're so lovely. And oh, what? I feel bad for people who like are like, "Hey, I haven't drank in five years." I go, "Oh, how are you getting through this?" Meditation only goes so far. That's 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 like where my heart goes out to. It's people that can't drink, and it's like, what do you do? Because you can't go to like a meeting now. You can do it online. You can't like go out with friends. Yeah, it's one of those things that there's going to be a, like I don't want to get political on any of this stuff, but it, there's going to be a lot of mental health issues that hey, stay inside or don't go outside, but you know, be around. Part of us is being around people. Oh yeah. It's part of our fabric that You're makes us good. You. What's that? You're vaping, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, I don't smoke anymore, really. You know, that's one of the words they said. That's one of the top people who get it are vapors our age range. Uh-oh. Well, I'm fucked. Stopping now, you can't really, it doesn't change it. I, I feel like there are some silver linings with COVID-19. There's been no mass shootings, really. I mean, there's been no school shootings, I should say. 
right? They're not there. It's the first time in several and since '57 or something that uh, <laughs> really Miami had no killings in like a seven week period. I remember seeing that on the like posted somewhere. Really. But, you know, it's one of those things, like, you, people can't go outside or something. It's this, you're not having as many people around each other. That's not really a silver lining. That's more of a, we need to fix that aspect of ourselves instead of... Having a virus fix it for us. Yeah. It's not, hey, people have gotten better. It's, hey, no, not that many people are around each other for a long time. So that's why that didn't happen. Do, do you know that today is Giving Tuesday? It's usually a... Uh... It's usually in November. It's where you give money for like to charity. Uh, you, it's like Black Friday and then Cyber Monday, and there's Giving Tuesday where like people uh, give to nonprofits. But apparently, that's like today all of a sudden because they pushed back the uh, Kentucky Derby to September. So like, all right, we're pushing that one back. We've got to have something move forward. I think so. Yeah, they're pushing all this all the stuff back. So it's kind of crazy, but it's the same. It'd be nice though if they moved thanksgiving forward even though we still couldn't be around people what's your what's your thoughts on the timeline of this thanksgiving do you think it's going to be business as usual are we going to be at aunt aunt kosar uncle bernie kosar's house eating pumpkin pie and, and cleveland yams because you're dave by the way is a huge cleveland browns fan and we all know the greatest cleveland brown of all time was bernie kosar who was quarterback of the jim brown jim brown Okay, Jim Brown. They named the team after him. <laughs> but there are some lesser-known uh, Browns players that deserve recognition, like like Mike. kicker Matt Stover. There's also Michael Jackson. Yeah, number and he had number one was his jersey. His name was Michael Jackson, and he wore the number one. His Let first did not go by Michael Jackson, though, because he didn't want to be confused, uh, maybe the first couple years, with the actual Michael Jackson. Did he change his name? I think so, for like football. Did he change it to something like Tito Jackson or something? Did he like still miss the mark a little bit? I forget what it was. Number one, George Michael for the Browns. We're not going to confuse him. So today is Cinco de Mayo. It's a, it's a, it's a lovely uh, La Dia de Independencia, uh, por Mexico. And Dave, we're going to talk about some drinks, some sexual sultry drinks we can make, and some food for quarantine. Does that sound about right? Yeah, sounds good. I just got done uh, making some tortillas for my family. Like, not making, like, ham, but, like, making uh, yeah, tortilla chips for my family. Like, I don't know how to make the tortilla. I just know I can buy those from the store. But I know you can, like, deep fry some, or fry up some chips, and they're delicious. Yeah, it's awesome. What I love about, um, you, like, you can follow Dave on Instagram and Swanagram. You always post these, like, great drinks. That I would have to Photoshop and steal from a website and post and be like, yeah, I made this. But you just make them like, you know, while working or something. You're like, yeah, this is a red Russian cosmopolitan something. They they look wonderful. So for the longest time, a lot of my drinks had very smart ass names that entertained me. But or were inside jokes with people and I would work backwards from the name of the drink. And what's an example? That one's wrong. Uh, Which one? The one I'll give you that example later. Okay. Uh, the one that I did was um, there was this guy I used to work with who was the night before kept saying, "Oh, did you pay Roman? Did you pay?" 
what about Roman? What about Roman? Or something like that. And the guy always uh, was obsessed with having coffee at work, like always talking about the beans and this. So then I, I got way too shit-faced at work one night. This is years ago. Who, Robin did or you did? No, the other guy did. And the like, other guy I did. Okay. And I stayed late to help like deal with the incident. Right. And I remember the story actually, but I don't remember the drink or where it's going. The next day, like I was working with him, and he showed up like nothing had happened, and I made a drink and I put it on the menu because he was getting drunk off Jameson the night before. So I made a uh, Jameson cocktail with a coffee liqueur and called it Oh Really Romulus. Like I wasn't too blatant about it, but I was seeing if he'd pick up on it at all. <laughs> what did what was his? prognosis of the situation completely oblivious <laughs> so was this the genesis of how you started with these uh these drakes no nah, just one the one i can remember like there's one with uh a japanese gin that was called kenobi i think like ki no b okay smooth gin smooth gin but i made it right. called uh kenobi versus the dragon based off that old <laughs> uh song or that Band of course. In the early two thousands. Yeah, what was that? I I think the song might it was Lost Prophets was the band, Shinobi versus the Dragon was the song. Right. I love it. So it's tough to keep me entertained and like a little semi creative while I'm working. Oh, it's the best way to do it. Keeping things fresh. You're entertaining, you're getting a little drunk. Oh yeah. Feel good. But, you know, the longer you do something, the better you're like, you can come up with stuff off the top of your head a lot faster than. And if you get out of some of the pretense where you're like, oh, I'm going to make this amazing. Like, no, people at the end of the day just want to try something. If you say that you made it for them, they're going to feel a lot better. But you can still have like a couple stacked in the back of your back pocket. Yeah, you could like make stuff up as you go along. Be like, hey, Becky's here. This is the Becky Bomber. I made this drink for you. It's like a big seller. Then you give the same drink to someone else and whatever you got to do to get that money. Oh, yeah. Well, the one thing I used to be a lot more smart ass too about it when it would piss me off when somebody didn't know what they wanted to order. Oh, I just want something fun with vodka. Forget about and it. Oh, now it's one of those things like, ah, oh, you know what? They're paying money. They're out. They don't drink that often or something that I just go, okay. Right don't have as much of a smart ass attitude i now call it an enjoy or something or have a great time as i right. used to call it a B, which stood for go fuck yourself yeah right here you go fuck yourself it's funny too because that's like one thing i wouldn't really leave in the air with spending money on is like drinks if i didn't know what i want you know it's not like say it's a difference that like not everyone has the same and it's something that took me a while to realize like oh they have a different mentality like, oh i don't drink that much i don't know i asked the bartender just pour me something and they usually do right it's like the it's like the movies of the 80s where you go to a bar and you're like give me a beer and they don't ask what kind just a brown bottle goes on the bar and you just start drinking it before like the bad guy comes in just give me a beer but like vodka you could probably make like fifteen thousand drinks out of that just give me something fun for the vodka it's like okay do you want do you want something fruity do you want something with milk in it do you want it straight and the thing that used to make me mad was people just didn't understand what they want. Like, they're like, I'm telling you to make something. Just make something. It's like, you're not giving me any direction on how you want it. Right. It's, like, it's probably not as good, too, as when people 
come in usually late at night or in crowded times and there's like it's usually like eight girls and they're usually like 21 years old and they're like she'll take a redheaded slut i'll do a buttery nipple she'll do a steak bite next thing you know there's like 85 ingredients being made at that point can't you just say if you're busy you're just gonna get what i give you and they probably won't know you can just slush up something fruity and throw it around put a garnish in one and just throw it at them. Like, here you go. Yeah, this is what you order. They they probably wouldn't know, right? Then you turn people off and it's just kind of mean. Like like I said, it's something I used to be like, oh yeah, let's do that. Now I'm like, oh, you know, be an adult. Be an adult. Everyone, be an adult. <coughs> not everyone comes from the same background as you. What, what bar do you work at in Los Angeles? Uh, I worked, well, I say I work because nothing's open right now and I don't know what's going to reopen. But, um, right. I don't know what I'm doing with this. Excuse oh, me. I like that. Nice. What is it? What's it showing? You just posted a picture of a of a delicious beverage. Oh, I'm just putting weird things in. If you've noticed, I've just been hitting the different emojis. I have, yeah. They show up on the screen. It's great. Oh, so everybody, wow. everybody saw them. It looks it looks great. Oh, okay. Uh, so I work good. at Over Under once a week on Thursdays. It's over in Burbank. It's a great sports bar. Has amazing food. Uh, the cocktails are good. Um, and then four times a week, I work over at the famous in Glendale. The famous uh, cocktail bar. Uh, it's been there for a while. The staff's great. The ownership's great. The ownership of both of them is great. But uh, they're like four nights a week. It's a cocktail bar. They've got food, but they don't have like it's not some place you'd go to eat. You know what I, I, mean? I think I've been there once before. Like you can You're not going to there with a crowd to get dinner. It's kind of thing. Like, but it's not like, oh, I'm going here for dinner. It's like, oh, I'm drinking here. Oh, I'm hungry. Let's have something. Do you see, do people ask stupid things at the Famous because it's called the Famous? Like, hey, I don't see Michael Douglas here. I'm and not. Like, not yet. So tell us, if you're in quarantine, as all of us are, or most of us are, most of us should be. What's a good, easy drink? It's kind of like, let's play a little game. It's kind of like that show Chopped. Say you just have some fruit juices. Let's say orange juice, pineapple, some other stuff. And then you have like your generic liquors, your liqueurs. You have, let's just say you have some spirits too. We'll throw in a vodka, whiskey, maybe a rum. What's like an easy drink you could make during Screw. quarantine? Or or just any of those spirits by itself. Just straight up, right? Don't no. mix it. You know what? If you've got sugar, you can do an easy old-fashioned with whiskey and sugar. And if you have bitters there too, uh, which are also always good to have around just in case you like stomachs off. You put a, cup, a little bit of bitter and bitters in like a soda water. It settles your stomach. Like, that's what they're originally for. Like, Amaro, Amari, like, you know, Campari or Aperol or Fernet or anything. Hey, Campari! Exactly. It's, like, specifically for something like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm getting, I'm starting oh, to get hey. a Let's try this. Like, it gets you to start salivating. What time do you start drinking, Dave? What day? Uh, let's say, a, let's say a Tuesday. Today. In the current situation, I'm not saying like about an hour and a half ago. I'm on drink number two. Like, okay, that's reasonable. It's uh, pouring things in this one. 
It's almost six o'clock there in your time, right? You got it. It's two forty-five here. I'm drinking. It's that's a good time. It's a good time to start. Uh, you need to during the quarantine. I feel. I'm just happy that liquor stores didn't get closed or not considered non-essential. Maybe the smartest thing the government did during this whole fiasco, because imagine shutting down the booze. People would be irritable. Domestic violence would be through the roof. It would be... It's yeah. our, they're already having issues with that one. There is domestic violence issues on the rise, which is terrible. Um, what's an old-fashioned? How do you make it old-fashioned? Uh, you can do a little bit of simple syrup, or you can do a sugar cube, three to four dashes of bitters, Usually Angostura bitters is like the classic old school way to do it. And two, yeah. ounces, two ounces of spirit. Usually it's rye or bourbon. But, you know, if you do a half ounce to three quarters, depending on how sweet you want it, of agave syrup with a reposado, añejo, tequila, or a mezcal. And then you can use on one of those nice. like grapefruit peel. But, you know, you stir it up for a little bit and you just enjoy it. Yeah, the grapefruit peel is how I've always had that. It's good. You do. You sip it. Yeah, that's there, one way to do it. The, five, the last five years, there's been a, a surge of popularity amongst bourbon. Are you a bourbon guy? Do you like bourbon? I'm whoever I'm drinking with kind of person. Okay, so you roll with it. Yeah. Like a lot of the times, I'm a whiskey on one hand and a beer on the other hand person. I like it. You like to mix it up a little bit. The saying, liquor before beer... In the clear, beer before liquor, never been sicker. It's all bullshit. If you drink too much, you're going to get sick at the end of the day. Right, because it's all going to the same place. If you're irresponsible and you're mixing five different things, you're going to get nauseous and throw up. But it's yeah. all going to the same place. If you're you not handle it, handle beforehand it. or during, you're going to be sick. You're going to get drunk faster. If you're trying to eat healthy, you're going to get drunk a lot faster because you're already counting your calories or watching what you eat, so you're limiting. Not I. What do you, what do you drink? Uh, how much could you drink in a good day? Let's say beers. Let's say it's like a crisp. Let's say it's a nice summer day. I'm in thirties. My good days of doing that are behind me. Yeah, right. But okay, let's say in your prime. What would you? Your prime. Your drinking prime. What would you? Should I? You're in your prime now. How, how much would you drink a day? Than should have. Now we're gonna leave it at that. Okay. Let's let's move on to some food here. You're you're quite the chef. You know your shit very well. You're very good, uh, wizard. I've sold every arts. A lot of guys in the kitchen. Like I've worked at a, the front of the house everywhere, but I've had a lot of guys in the back of the house that have let me screw around in the kitchen. Or if I pick their brain about anything, they give me some education on it. Well, that's, well, that's a lot. Of, who better to learn from? The people on the front lines. The sports bar I used to work at like five or six years ago. On Sunday mornings is usually dead, so I would get like, I got approval from the owner and the manager. I take like twenty dollars from the drawer on Saturday when I worked. Went to the farmers market beforehand on Sunday, and then I'd like make a special cocktail, like a special Bloody Mary or something, and then make. I'd usually do breakfast poutine, which was like Ooh. fat fries, do some Guinness gravy, and some cheese curds on top with an egg. That sounds pretty good. Wow. Pretty amazing. It's very unimpressed. If I were a woman, I would ask if you were available. <laughs> I think you know, we should... A little mad. What's that? 
I think your wife would get a little mad. Yeah, yeah, but uh, several that. things. One, she says hi. By the way, say hello. I hope she's doing, staying sane over all this stuff. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> what? Uh, you know what we need to do? We need to bring back show your shorts COVID version online. It's just you and I hosting. We can throw videos up there. I'm with that. I miss show your shorts. Didn't I do one in pajamas the whole night? Yeah, you did a lot of the shows. Like we were, we were like the host, and you did one in pajamas. I have some pictures of that too. I'll have to find those. It was, it was great. The thing about flappers too is there was a point where they kind of let anything go. Like they got a little bit more militant towards the end, where they were like trying to be a responsible business. But for a while, you could be anybody. Be like walking around the kitchen, like public health sanitation laws. You just went some free. It was a free for all. You, I, you know, you walk around with a beer and like. Say hi to the chefs. You bring guests through the kitchen. It was like there was there was no manager there. There was one manager, Will, who's a good dude, and Will's, he didn't care. What's that? Uh, Will's a great guy. Yeah, I yeah, he's a great dude. When I used to host the open mic in the bar, yeah, one of the times my buddy was visiting me from Chicago, and he goes, he's like, hey, they were like, oh, I got to do this, so we're gonna go hang out there tonight. He goes, all right, we go in through the Yuhoo walk through the kitchen and he's like dude you fucking knew everybody in there like i'm saying hi to like everyone i walked by hanging out there for a while so i knew the whole kitchen oh yeah no you were you were it was like goodfellas with, with you yeah. there you're walking around and they're like hey it's you how you doing you guys are always here you're going to the show what's happening hey how are you that is exactly what it can, he goes i it just threw me off he's like what the fuck yeah, it was crazy. And you said hi to everyone you didn't like and it didn't even seem like i was blowing people off he goes you just Stood for a second, chatted with them. Oh, I gotta go. Like <laughs> that was it. You do like everybody. It's, but Flappers is a cool place. I always like Flappers. I still do. Um, but yeah, we should bring back the show your shorts. COVID uh, quarantine edition. Show, show people's shorts. videos. Yeah. Or COVID. Show your what? What'd you say? COVID your shorts or show your COVID? Yeah, yeah. Show your COVID. Something like that. Just, just you know, whip something up. It works. It's fine. Um. So what what is like a good recipe you could give us during quarantine that's not you know doesn't take a lot of effort for a simpleton like myself? Toast. Put it in the toaster. <laughs> a little butter. Toast. On top. Picking uh, up the phone you know, and ordering delivery. You know what's really simple? Uh, French toast. Ooh. All right. How do you do yours? Uh, I take. And if I'm doing, I usually take it, take an egg or two, crack that, mix it in with some milk, some cinnamon, and a little bit of honey. I was trying to screw around with some uh, cheese or like some creamier cheese or some uh, yeah uh, yogurt, but that just didn't really work out because of, I don't have the patience sometimes. Like I've been playing with baking lately with a sourdough bread because I have very bad like. The reason I like bartending is I know right away what I'm doing. With baking, I have to be very yeah. This, this. You know your stuff. Yeah. So with French toast, you just you know take a piece of toast or taste take a piece of bread. Usually, like uh, brioche bread's really good with it. Brioche, brioche. Yeah. Brioche bread is really 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 great bread. Dave Swan knows a lot. A lot about cooking, okay? It's really great. We're going to build a great wall, okay? Between Lake Erie, the Ohio side. 
and Pennsylvania, because Pennsylvanians, okay, let's face it, they're inbreds. Look at Clark the Shark. He's an inbred. He's a loser. A big, fat loser. Have you talked? you take the brute? Uh, no. Oh, who was I going to say? Jacare. <laughs> I have nothing against Jacare at all. I still like him. He still likes me. We still follow each other on social media. I just haven't spoken to him. He got a little too trumped out for me. And not that I'm against Trump. He just, that was all he posted about. Like, I love the Philadelphia Eagles, but if all you post about were the Philadelphia Eagles day in and day out, nonstop, and every conversation led back to the Super Bowl, I'd be like, all right, man, we have to take a little break. It's a little too much. But he's a good dude. Have you? Are you still a friend? Uh, do, you, do you ever talk yeah, to him ever? I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I know you guys were doing everything together for a while. That's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him again. <laughs> I'd like to see him again. Uh, People are passionate about different things. That's part yeah. of what makes this country beautiful. You know, we can all like our own things. Very true. Uh, our own way. So, anyways, you take what? Yeah. Too. Uh, French toast. Take pizza bread. Usually, so, like, collard bread might be nice for it, too. Dip it in the egg, cinnamon, honey mixture with a little bit of. You can even add vanilla extract if you have it, but you don't. I haven't used it yet. Um, and then you take it onto a frying pan with butter that's been melting. Put it butter. on the side for yeah, a little butter. Put it on each side for a little bit. Pull it out. Put some syrup on it. It's delicious. Ooh, I like to try that. Maybe that's maybe that'll be a breakfast option tomorrow. Does, is it limited to only breakfast hours, David? Judd? Oh man, I'm a firm believer of breakfast or dinner is an option. You take it. Are you a fan of breakfast for dinner? Like, is it a preference? Do you decide, like, yo, ham and eggs coming at you? Hey, if you're at a place and breakfast is on the menu at all times, I order breakfast. Denny's is an amazing location. Don't knock it. Denny's or Bob Evans. Yeah. Ooh, never been. The only, oh, yeah, it's a Midwest thing. The only thing that's, uh, ooh, Evans. Troubadour might not survive this thing. The Troubadour? Yeah. Really? See, I think people would step in to save that. Yeah, well, the current owner might not survive it is what it really means. Oh. COVID? Might, so, yeah, because, no, just, I mean, when I say might not survive it, I mean, they might go, oh, I can't, I have to sell this, because, you know. But it's one of those iconic locations that. John still- Lennon played there. Yes, he did. So did Elton John. Yeah, so did the Doors. So like, did so did the Toadies. The to- Possum Kingdom. Great oh, band. Yeah. Super Suckers. Do you did you like Toadies? I've seen them a few times. Uh, they're a good band. I, I actually really like their album Possum Kingdom. Every song of that album is like it's good. Great. You know what location is not great for seeing them? The Troubadour. Really? Is it? Was it not good? It's a, no. It's just a really <laughs> small venue. It's more for acoustic. Like oh. they aren't that like intense. Like those yeah. bands are great to see, but when you're in such a like that enclosed of a space, like it's. Uh, I think there's a place down in Cincinnati called Bogarts that I saw Deftones at. Oh, oh yeah. To go now. Almost fifteen years ago that. It was fun to see him, but... Yeah. No, not when you're that loud, and it's like that small. It's like showing up at the Flapper's Bar. 
like Metallica shows up and you're like, I just, it's too loud. I just, you can't, the acoustics aren't meant for this. That's funny. Yeah. Just been cooking, drinking, eating, watching TV, kind of trying to do workouts, but they're not the same as being able to go to a gym. Yeah. No, you're still working out though. So you're still a dedicated, healthy man. See, I've given up like weeks ago. Well, I've still got to be at fighting weight. I'm single. Okay, you still got to weigh in at your welterweight to contend with the, the masses. Welterweight. But you're in Ohio. You could, isn't it true? Like, I know from Pennsylvania, when I go back, people are mesmerized that, you in LA, that you're from LA. They think it's like, you know, Baywatch celebrities, a lot of people that have never been. So they're like, oh, LA, that's all. Do you see celebrities? Like, do you have breakfast with celebrities? It's like, all the time, I wake up and like Mr. T's hanging out, and you know Travolta was over, and it's just that's all it is. Celebrities no. and not working. I don't Do really you get, get a lot of that? Anyone I really know, yeah, never really says like, "Oh, hey, you go, no, yeah." It's yeah. like, so when are you moving back? That's the question I get a lot. Yeah, yeah, same <laughs> Like, do you know how much more space I get? It. I don't understand how you spend that much on a home there. <laughs> I agree. It's with, because the weather's great. Yeah, the weather's great, but you can't argue with they're like, oh, it's that much for a home. You're like, no, it is ridiculous, but it's I could also wear a t-shirt in January. Yeah, and how many people do you have knocking on the doors, down the doors to come move to some other places? No. Like, it's one yeah. of the things that keeps prices up. Right. They, they, can, they can sell it. Mm-hmm. Before we go, I want to ask you, you're always training for different Marathons, triathlons, races, Spartan races, Braveheart races. That would be Dark fun. Ages, uh, medieval right. times, jousting. I think running a race and a kilt would be a blast. See that I would be on board for that. If they're like, "All right, take your mark, you're gonna I'm be running." Sorry for anyone who's behind me when I'm going climbing something. <laughs> Or I'd feel bad anytime I had to climb something behind anybody. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, oh. they'll see something swinging in the breeze. There's, there's all the business. The, the, the question is, what was the last race you did before everything went to shit? <laughs> Not race, but run or whatever. It was, it was the LA Marathon. Wow. Two, two weeks before. No, sorry. A week before everything went to shit. Yeah, I remember... It was happening, and people were like, I can't believe it's not canceled. And I was like, yeah, Dave Swan's in it. It's great. Uh, I was at probably two of the last thing, like big things that were going on before everything got shut down. Because I was at that for the run. And then the following week, I was at – I was in, that same week, I was in Vegas for a construction equipment thing. And like it was a bunch of oh, like a convention. Yeah, it was the last convention Vegas had too. Wow, really? Yeah, like so it was. Crowbarred. Yeah, you crowbarred yourself in there, like the last guy. Like when the elevator's about to close, you were the guy that like snuck in. You're like up here. Uh, while we were there, like on Wednesday, was when travel got shut down to, or shut down coming from Europe. So yep. like all the guys in the industry that were lived in Europe were like 
trying to find non like nonstop looking for flights. And all the guys like and then Thursday everyone in Canada or who is from Canada was like, Yeah, we just got the official word that the Canadian government said it's a two week, fourteen day uh quarantine after we get back from being out of the country. And, and some of the companies like some of the construction companies that are state state uh based were like, Yeah, we got uh we're told to stay at home for two weeks. Wow. And then that was, and then Sunday, uh, LA said all bars have to close down, but Glendale didn't because Glendale is part of LA County, but not part of LA County. It's weird. I don't know what the deal is, but they're yeah. part of LA County. They just don't have to follow all the rules of LA County. Right, they're like their own municipal municipality. They have their own like government and police department. They're part of the county, but they're not part of like the city or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, Monday, I worked Sunday because Friday was so dead that I was told I didn't need to come in on Saturday because they're like, yeah, we'll have somebody call you if we need you, but we have a feeling that we're not going to need you. And I worked Sunday night, and we had a end of the world party oh where no bartender we're just like screw it it looks like everything's gonna close so let's try and get as many people to come in tonight before everything shuts down did a lot of people come in uh decent amount like not it wasn't slam but it was like a bunch of people that we knew were yeah. like screw it Sam. all right cool we'll come in right it's like what they did with disneyland at disney world they had like one last hoorah yeah and it was kind of weird and creepy. I saw footage and there was like all the characters like waving goodbye at the end. And then there was like the head of the Disney theme parks like waving too. And you're like, what's going on? I got weird. a who works for uh, Disneyland like as a – Really? With the Imagineers. And, oh, cool. And he got furloughed like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. So good. They got to pay those guys. They got to pay a lot of people. Whatever it takes. Oh, no, furlough just like, hey, we can't pay you right now. Like, you should have a job when you get back, but we can't guarantee it. Like, that's going right. to happen with a lot of bars and restaurants. You're going to have staff is going to, like, capacity is cut down by a third to two-thirds. And then, so you're not going to need as much staff. Not all these bars and restaurants are going to make it through this. So you're going to have extra people coming out of unemployment not like out of this whole thing with not having their place of work still there yeah it's really t it's terrible how they do that what what are your uh what's your advice for people going insane out of quarantine i'm trying to figure it out i've watched netflix and i'm almost <laughs> done with amazon right now you watch all of netflix ever you finished netflix Everything except Tiger King. I refuse to watch it. Good for you. Good for you. See, I didn't like Tiger King. I started watching it. I, I couldn't get past two episodes. I finally went through, and I, I couldn't get I I just don't like it, man. I think it's, I think it's crap. You know what? I, I don't know. I haven't heard anyone tell me it's high art, or there's like, it's stupid. It's just something you can't turn away from. I go, yeah. And I hate watching that stuff. They're like, oh, you watch a lot of dumb shit. I go, I know. But right, if I but, something's really stupid, I don't like encouraging it. Yeah. 
you're going to have more people go, oh, my God, I can be in a thruffle with a tiger. And <laughs> people are going to watch me. Like, they're doing a Nick Cage. Like, somebody was, I was seeing, like, they're posting Nick Cage is going to do a Tiger King scripted TV show. I did. I just, I saw that, too. Maybe you shared it. I don't know. Somebody shared it, and hey. I saw that. No, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. I think Tiger name- King. What's that? What's, uh, what was that? Uh, the artist or something. What was the one that South Rogan did and the interview? No, the other one uh, about that. The considered the worst movie ever. That people do like a the room. Yeah, the one that's about the room. Yeah. Okay. It's like that. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. They they say the room, right? Is that considered like the worst movie ever? Yeah, The Room's considered the worst movie. It's something like that. And then they made a movie based off of that guy. Oh. Oh, I'm not sure. And but, like, it, but it's similar to what they're doing with Tiger King. Yeah. It's one of those things. I just I also don't like when they're like, oh, hey, we're doing this art and making fun of this stuff. But, hey, don't bully people. Like, Dude, you're making fun yeah, of Yeah, no, you can't. Like, And you're telling everyone don't bully people. It's like. Yeah, no, you can't. It's it's so hypocritical. It's like uh, it's weird. Tiger King only got as big as it did, I think, because it came out right at the start of quarantine. But Extraction was fucking awesome. Heard it was amazing. In fact, the last show we had, we were talking about that. I said I'd watch it. You I recommend while watching it, but I was also dead. T- like yeah. If I say I fell asleep while watching something, it doesn't mean shit because I'm like, up until recently, running on empty. The one nice thing about quarantine is I'm having dreams because I'm sleeping as Good. opposed to like four hours a night. Yeah, I'm with you. I do like the four hours sleep, and I also have a similar set of alarms on my phone. I'm going to show the, the viewers uh, <laughs> as you do. This is just an example of... Um, I haven't posted that up in a long how we how we wake up in the morning. It's in it's in stages like the end of quarantine. There's like the first stage of let's start probing the senses to get ready for launch. And the second phase is like opening the eyes. The third phase is out of bed. And the fourth phase is like emergency. Those are the really loud alarms that like you oh, miss. Yeah. The, the other thing I found stupid as shit, though, with the stages is they don't want to open bars, but they're opening daycares and schools. Doesn't make any sense. In stage two, and like daycares are known for spreading germs. They're the worst kind. Yeah. It's just kids with germs touching things and putting it in their mouth. They don't know better. But it's no. like, hey, right. you guys can go out. Like, yeah, I've, just... I've got two nieces, and my brother's been sick since the one's been going to daycare for the last. Well, they haven't gone to daycare since this all started, but. Right. They're, yeah, they're, they're highly. Uh contagious a lot of those places i don't understand the guidelines either it was like we're gonna open up toy stores let's not open bars for a while you need to open bars you need to open salons and barbershops that's funny you know what they need to not open or i don't know why it was even on the memorandum but they're like multiple agencies are like yeah we're gonna reopen toy stores soon it's like toys who's who's i mean you can catch COVID nineteen as easy, easily as you can as a supermarket, uh, as you could as a in a supermarket as you could at a bar. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're touching things. You're I mean, a bar. You're usually with your group or yourself or your friend. 
talking next to him. It's it's not like people think of bars. It's not these crowded hotspots. At the same time, bars were the All first the time it was down, and they're going to be the last thing to reopen. And they're probably one of the well, the hospitality are the ones getting hit the hardest because bars, on average, restaurants have twenty eight days of income to keep going. That's average. Most most yeah. don't even have that much. And the PPP with that thing, it's great for some small businesses, but it's not great for bars or restaurants because they have two weeks to start, or they have two months to have eighty percent of your staff on. And it's about like how it's set up. It doesn't cover bars or restaurants. Not a fan because they're not able to open up in time to be able to start recouping the money for it either. What what is what phase is opening bars in the third phase? For Newsom didn't put it on his points for it. He didn't even include it. No, like if you look at it, gyms are phase three and salons, I think. Um, and I think like he was originally planning on closing California until the end of May, but I think he got so much flack about the beaches that he had to like start to open a little bit. Because they're supposed to start the end of phase, like start phase two on Friday. Right. Yeah, I did read that. I, it blows my mind though. You would open up salons and gyms and not bars. I mean, salons you're always within a foot of a person's face. Gyms you're touching everything that everybody's touching. Oh, the gym I go to is funny. Like they have, it's a class based gym, and they're like, "Hey, right before everything closed down, they're like, hey, we stopped doing cards because of COVID." But I'm like. Where they give you this is the car, this is the machine you're on for the whole time. And I'm like, you're stopping doing cars, but everyone's still using the same workout equipment. Like, Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> and I was talking to one of the people who works the front desk, and they were just like, yeah, they go, people are stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just for morale. Yeah, they go, it's, you know, they don't think about it, so we don't bother them with it. Right. When you, everything's going to reopen. Uh, I think it's going to be a while for everything to be 100%, but I think it's. I think the pressure is mounted and people really are getting tired of it. And I don't think you can keep closed much longer because you need to have an end strategy or a, a game plan. You can't just say, we're going to wait it out. It's not good enough anymore. Yeah, so, I think a lot of politicians should be told, hey, you're not getting money until this is over. They'd be a lot faster in trying to figure out a way to end it. Overnight. You yeah. see all kinds of sweeping legislation. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree there needs to be stuff in place to make it safer. Oh. But I, the whole, like, staying inside and quarantining forever and not living your life anymore is not, like, how even to deal with this responsibly. You need to adhere immediately to, to, to lower the, the curve. But flat the curve, I mean. But... um. Most people that get COVID-19 have, didn't even know they had it, and they beat it. Um, there's people with underlying conditions, and we need to take care of those people and look out for them that are more susceptible. But it's not like the Stephen King's The Stand where everybody's dying. Most people have gotten this. The majority have beaten it. And we can't live our lives in the mindset. In the future, I'm saying, now yeah, we have to do this. But of you know, always staying these checkpoints six feet apart, and it's just not the way – the human race was designed to live. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we'll wrap it up, man. I know you've been on for a while. It's been a long time. But uh, How long thank you normally? Usually it's like 20 minutes, but it's been a great hour with Dave Swan. 
It's been a sexual. It's been 45 minutes. It's the mustache, isn't it? I can't stop looking at it. I just, I, uh, I need it in my life all the time. I'm debating whether to keep, keep it post-quarantine or BQ. Or, wait, sorry, AQ after quarantine. Bitch, I'm silly. I'm from Chopper, shoot your shit up, let's get busy. Drink a Henny, going crazy, popping pillay. Sex, money, murder, shout out on my blazing billet. We your city. Shout out my apes in the fucking zoo. Dumb, 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 dumb.